0: We want to welcome you to the New Song podcast, coming to you from beautiful Colorado Springs. We love receiving your prayer requests and comments at newsongcs.com. Thanks for listening as Pastor Stephen Hibden shares an encouraging word of God's love. I appreciate. Um, get those out of the way. Thanksgiving can be a time of doing just what it is called, being thankful, being giving thanks, but often we get sidetracked. We've talked about some different things that keep us distracted from being thankful people. When you can be a thankful person, hey Andrew, how's it going? When you can be a thankful person, you are a much easier person to be around, but sometimes things get in the way, and I won't, I won't recap the last few weeks. You can listen to that if you like online, but um, today I want to make it easier To make this Thursday a thankful day for you. Maybe you say, I have no problem being thankful. But maybe you need some help. And um, it's all about getting God's perspective on the setbacks and the problems in our lives. It's very important we get his perspective. And the series is entitled, the last one here, A Month of Thanksgiving. And today I want to entitle this, Stand by. Just a minute. I'm getting a. Yeah, okay. Stand by. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Stand by for your season. Because your season is coming. Yes, this is the season of Thanksgiving. And whether you want it to come or not, the holiday of Thanksgiving will come on Thursday. But from you, you might be saying, But the Thanksgiving for me has not come in my life yet. And I want to tell you, it comes, it'll come in its due time, all right? Lord, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for your word. I pray that you would anoint it. I pray that you would speak through me, and I pray more importantly that you would speak through your word to us, that your Holy Spirit would, would talk to us. In Jesus' name, as, as I say what I have to say, Lord, I pray that you would um, intercept it and help us to Go away with something today that that we can take into Thursday that will make it easier to be thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I'm going to start off by saying uh, something that I began this series with. One of my least favorite places in town is the construction going on. I know I said uh, we talked about this already, and I tried to get this off my chest, and I thought I learned from the first week because we talked about not complaining and things like this, but is 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 Woodman and Union, and maybe you don 't ever have to go there, but I have to go there uh, often, and often um, well, I used to every week go by there on my way to church here 's the thing though: one of the most beautiful places in our town, I think a beautiful view is woodman and union when i When I uh, moved here a year ago. Probably the first six weeks, every time I would be at that red light, I would have the red light in the picture, but I would take a picture, and it would be beautiful because you would see the red rocks of uh, Garden of the Gods. You'd see the mountains. You'd see the snow. You'd see the town. And it w- it's beautiful. It really is beautiful. But here's the thing. If you look down, and you'll see this construction it's like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? But I, I was reminded um, in preparing this week that um, it's much like our lives. And that if we look at what's right in front of us, the detour, the three-minute delay, the red light, the accidents, the construction, we look at the mess, we don't see... Ah. This is beautiful, the people, the Hawaiians, you know, you, you just moved here and you, know, you, you appreciate those things. But I want to encourage you that if we don't look the, above the trees of our circumstance and see that God operates in seasons, we will miss the opportunity to be thankful. My life is a wreck. Oh, man, look at this. Look what just happened. Look at this accident. Look at this thing. Oh, God, what are you doing? We'll talk like that, but what, and, the, and we get distracted. But what's wrong with being distracted by moments in our life that are real? We're supposed to be real people. We are real people. We are authentic. We, we admit that we have problems. We admit that things are not going right in our lives at times. What is wrong with looking at those moments? Whether it be a life under construction, a financial setback, a, uh, a health, um, you know, interruption, a pothole in our relationship, whatever it is, all of these are distractions. They're a moment. They last a moment. What is wrong with this? This is wrong. This is what's wrong. God doesn't just work in moments. This is simple today. We we won't be too long, but hear this: God doesn't just work in moments. Write this down in your mind, if anywhere else. God works in seasons, and I would say parenthetically, stand by for your season. Why is that supposed to comfort me? Okay, God works in seasons. Well, I need Him to work faster than that. Why is it comforting to know God works in seasons, young man? Oh, sorry, I woke up Jaden. I woke up (laughs) Jaden, sorry. Because rain will fall, snow will come, There will be wind. There will be sleet. We know this. We live in Colorado Springs. But as sure as those things do happen, and even sometimes we enjoy those things, what will also come just as surely is spring and blossoms and and flowers and summer and sunshine just as... Surely, as those other things come, amen. Do you know God works in seasons? I know this. I can almost hear God saying to some of you today, Your roots will be stronger when your season comes. I lived in Missouri for most of my life, and um. Some people call it misery but it was a wonderful place to live and in my backyard was a far- there was a farm right behind my house and I saw the seasons sometimes there was corn sometimes there was wheat sometimes there was nothing And every one of those seasons, we loved going and playing in that field and letting the farmer chase us away. We had a lot of fun. But we saw the seasons change. The Bible is full of references where his timing, his seasons are not the same as our Timing and our seasons. There's a place where Jesus said, You know, nobody knows the times or the hour when I'm coming back. He says, I am coming soon. As a 10 year old, I heard that and I said, Okay, soon. When is that soon? Like, when is that coming? We don't understand what "soon" means to God. I don't know what He's the way Jesus explains that. He said to His man Peter, "You can't come with me now." I want to look at that real quick. Um, it's in, uh, you know, where it's at. There, where, where is it? In John thirteen. Verse 33, is talking to Peter and he's talking to the disciples. And it's almost like when a dad talks to his kids and his kids don't seem to get what he's saying. This is how the disciples were at times. They were just dense. They're dense like us. (laughs) Sometimes we're dense as well. And he says this, little children, I shall be with you a little while longer. I want you to skip to verse 36. Little children, I shall be with you a little while longer. As, I didn't even realize it calls them little children. That's what it said, huh? I just caught that part, and that's like us. Chandler, I shall be with you a little while longer. So Simon Peter said to him, verse 36, Lord, it's like us, where are you going? Where, where is it? You're going, you're going somewhere? Where is it? Where is it you're going? And Jesus answers him, not like he always answers in these ways that he's, you're like, what are you talking about, Jesus? And he says, where I am going, you cannot follow me now. Everybody say now. now. But you shall follow me afterwards. Peter hears, now? What? Uh, Peter said, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I, I want to follow you right now. I will do whatever. You just say the word and I will do it. And Jesus is like, dude as soon as it turns midnight, as soon as the rooster crows, as before you even go to bed tonight, you are going to tell people you don't even know who I am. How can you be ready right now? You're not ready. You're standby, Peter, for your season. I I look at Peter here. There's another Peter, uh, and, and it's this guy right here. He's got kids, and I don't know this story fully, but he told me one time, and I think it's funny, that um, his kids, they... They go to Disneyland from time to time, and they get mixed up with, like, oh, tomorrow, or uh, next month we're going, or next week, or um, today. They, it's, all of that's the same to them. Isn't isn't something like that I heard? And, and so um, I was talking to them one day, and they go, oh, yeah, we're going to Disneyland tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome, Peter. when You, get, you, you guys are going in here. Oh, well, it's not tomorrow. It's in, a, it's in a month. But they think it's tomorrow. I mean, that's how kids think, right? And that's kind of uh, what Jesus is, kind of says to us. You don't understand. We think in terms of now, today. God, fix it today. I want to go to Disneyland today, tonight, before Thanksgiving. When is my season? Oh, I'm going to the promised land. We're going to the promised land. Oh, is it it today, Lord? you know, in this season of our church, um, I think of two weeks as two weeks from now. That's what I heard. I didn't hear that from God. God didn't tell me. The city said two weeks. And I think that was in July that we heard, oh, it'll take about two weeks for uh, this permit to get approved for this building you want to go to that we want to we move to. And um, about nine, eight days ago, I heard two weeks again, and I'm like, oh my goodness. And I want to say, you know, God's timing, if we just rely on him, will always be on time. I didn't know that we would be in the an uh, unexpected place here. I don't know his timing here, but I do know that when someone came here and they said, you know, I didn't Go to church, I would have never come to your church, but because it was in the elementary school where I went to school, where I left God the first time, I came and I found God again. That, was, that is a true story. I don't see them here today, but that kind of timing is only, it's, it's only the way God works because his seasons are different than ours, and I'm sure that many others will come to know Jesus, and maybe it will be right in this place. We tend to be the, the same with God, it, it, like as Peter was with, with Jesus. We tend to be the same. We read in all things, at all times, grace will abound to me, and I will uh, abound in every good thing. And God says, yes, you will abound in every good thing. But wait until the timing, because we know in terms of now, today. Have you been there? Have you been there with God, or have you been there? Where when, when is my season, or when is this going to end? I have a son named Noah that I will choose to use just for a really quick moment, for a second. He is, uh, you know, does, he's, he's, nice, he's a nice kid now. He's in college, he's studying engineering, and he's getting good grades and all that, but as a baby... As a baby, he was the worst baby we've ever had. This little sweet Jaden who's, people, oh, bless your hearts for adopting him. He's got Down syndrome. He must be so tough. And we're like, no. If you only knew. Because Riley was was a perfect baby. Reagan was near perfect. Noah was not even near uh, good. I remember. I remember a time, and I'm not exaggerating, it, it would make it good for a sermon, but this is not exaggerating. Going in the bathroom his first couple of weeks with us and just praying God, when is it over? When is this all? Will you just, a bomb. Well, a bomb just hit our house, it let us all die together, and we can go to heaven, and this can be over. That's how bad it was with him. He had some issues, and we didn't know what they were. He had some ear, ear infections and stuff, and he just cried nonstop, and doctors couldn't figure it out. And long story uh, short, you know, it, it was tough. We had, we had tough, probably couple of years. I feel like at first, it felt, felt longer than a year. She's like a year, but like a couple of years. got it, Noah. It was like, man. And um, we would be in the car driving, trying to get him to go to sleep. And I'd be screaming, Cynthia, you're the one that wanted to have a baby. I wasn't ready yet. And you, and she's like, ah. right. we're screaming. We're on the freeways of Portland, just trying to get him to go to sleep. But he just wouldn't. And um, my parents came up, and they, they couldn't handle them, and uh, she brought her sister up. She said, we'll take care of them. We went out on a date. We came home, and they were both crying because they couldn't handle them. <laughs> I know that's funny, but it's, it's true. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. It was a tough number of months, but have you ever noticed? And I want you to get ready, Reagan. Come on up here and. Have you ever noticed that the places God blesses, hashtag blessed. I'm so blessed. I can't get, get, get annoyed sometimes by people that say that on their Facebook, but the places God blesses us most often come in the same places where you are most broken. This is a theme that is throughout this last series that we've been talking about, you know, and, and mothering and being a spouse and marriage and kids and work and, um, and holidays, the places God will bless you most are often in those places where you are most broken. I want you to listen to this song, and I have a couple of closing things to say, but um, um, let this minister to you.
1: And things we should be thankful for. So, who <laughs> we pray for blessing, who we pray for peace, comfort for family, protection while we sleep, who we pray for healing. For prosperity and we pray for your mighty hand to ease our suffering and all the while you hear each broken need yet love us way too much to give us lesser things Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops What if your healing comes through tears What if a thousand sleepless nights Are what it takes to know you're near And what if child of this life Are your mercies in disguise For wisdom, your voice to hear And we cry in anger when we cannot feel you near We doubt your goodness who We doubt your love As if every promise from your word is not enough And all the while, you hear each desperate plea And long that we'd have faith to believe Cause what if your blessings come through raindrops? What if your healing comes through tears? What if a thousand sleepless nights are what? It takes to know you're near And what if trials of this life Are your mercies in disguise When friends betray us When darkness seems to win We know the pain reminds this heart This is not, this is not our home. It's not our home. Cause what if your blessings come? through raindrops, what if your healing comes through tears, what if a thousand sleepless nights are what it takes to know you're near, and what if my greatest disappointments, or the aching of this life, is the revealing of a greater thirst, world can satisfy and what if trials of this life the rain the storms the hardest nights are your mercies in disguise
0: ask you a question as we close today. Question is, um, do you think that I'm a better singer? No, just kidding. <laughs> what will you make more, what will you, what will make you more thankful this Thursday? And obviously it's not about this Thursday as much as it's about every day of our lives that we become or that we continue to be thankful people. There's many things you could say, but I just want to submit to you one of those today, and that is this. Let God take you above the trees of your circumstance and don't look at the picture What what is going on here? What's this construction about? What is... Why are they doing this? And why is God doing this? Because the thing is, probably the shortest distance between where God wants to take you and where you're at right now is probably a life under construction. Let... God take you above the trees of your circumstance and see that he operates not in minutes and seconds and moments as much as he operates in seasons. I want to look at one scripture as we close today. It's in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. A man named Paul who understood I have a lot of things I could complain about. I have a lot of things going on in my life. But he writes this to us. And I think he was saying, besides what's obvious in the midst of it, is that stand by for your season. Thanksgiving will come. Christmas will come. And I don't mean December 25th. I mean, a season will come where Jesus will intercept you, intersect you, will come in and connect in your Bethlehem, in your spot where you think no one else sees you, in your manger, in your stable, in your nowhere place, in your unexpected place. Jesus will come. Jesus will bring gifts to you. Jesus will give you a certain season that you're looking for, but it doesn't come sometimes in the way we see it. And Peter understood this. Peter knew the Old Testament. He knew about Moses. He knew about Joseph. Oh, man. Joseph. If anyone had a seasons that they walked through and still seem to not give up. He's one of them. He would be your poster child for not giving up. Joseph was in prison, yet here's the miracle in the biggest the in the ones that went through tough times in the Bible. The miracle is when they still were thankful not for what was going on, but because this is not a big concept. This is something that we forget. Not for what he's done, but because of who he is. Who God is in your life. That will never change. God is the rock. God is your father. You are his child. You are loved. You will meet him in the air one day. Jesus is your savior. He is in your heart. He will never leave you leave you. Thanksgiving is not based on who God is. Not what God does, but who God is. And Peter knows this, and he says this, give thanks in all circumstances. Is that it? That's it? Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you. I don't know if we have it in the message version Did I tell you to do that as well. Sometimes this is what we need to hit over our heads. Did you hear me? Give thanks in all circumstances. In the message version, it says it like this. Thank God no matter what happens. I should say it like this. You don't need someone to yell at you. Thank God no matter what happens. God loves you. This is the way God wants you. Who belong to Christ Jesus to live your life you can bow your heads or you can just bow your hearts I noticed as sister Shelly was praying she had her eyes wide open and I realized it's probably because she's usually in a prison and she has to keep her eyes open when she prays you can keep your eyes open or closed but uh, we come before you dear Lord And you know every person. I cannot pretend to understand what people go through. What our family here, even people in this room, what they are facing this week and tomorrow and the next day. And I can't pretend to know that, but I can know that you are good and you are a good God and that you can take control of all circumstances. And that you have a season for each of us. I just want to ask you all to imagine what your Thanksgiving could look like. Once again, not just the holiday, but what your life, life, not just month of Thanksgiving, because we're going into another month, but not just your month of Thanksgiving, but what could your life of Thanksgiving look like if you live through the conflicts And through the victories both being thankful not for what happens but for who God is who God is Jesus I can imagine would have been in a place like some of you where he needed to feed so many people and he was a man just like us yes he was God but he was a man and he said What do I do? I have two fish, five loaves. Maybe you feel like that's all you got. I don't even have five loaves. I have like one loaf, God. I I have the oil to make the loaf. That's all I got. That's what the widow had. That was enough. That can be enough with God because what happened next was Jesus broke it and maybe you feel broken today Jesus broke the bread it says he broke it it says that he blessed it he prayed and then he complained and said God there's not enough here no then he gave it and there was enough there was more than enough If you don't know God or you don't know Jesus or you don't know church, you know the story of him feeding 5,000 people with a little boy's lunch. That story is in the Bible because it ministers in all situations. Whatever your situation is today, God will be enough. He will break it and he will bless it and he will give it and you will be given and you will see what God does through you. If you're here today and you would say, you know, that is me today. I am going through it. Doggone it. I am going through it. And I feel like my moments just keep stacking up. When is my season? If that's you today, maybe just put your hand up real quick and put it back down. It's not an altar call. It's just telling God, God, when is my season? I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Where is it? Where is it? Let him know. Let him know you're looking. You're looking. If you're here today and you would say, you know, I don't even have a relationship with Jesus. There, are many, there might be many here that have, don't go to church often or maybe family or maybe maybe people who have been searching have been coming here just waiting for their time to bring themselves around to ask Jesus to be a part of their life. Jesus wants to be Lord of your life. If you're here today and you would say, He's not He's not been Lord of my life. I do not serve him. I do not live for him. This is the perfect opportunity. Anyone need to do that? Just put your hand up real quick and then put it right back down again. Anybody? Right on. Anybody else? Amen. Amen. Lord, we just come before you as a body with many needs today. And we say We are standing by for our season. And yes, we believe that that you're real and you're a good God, but sometimes we question, sometimes we doubt. And Lord, I pray that our construction in our life would not steal away our thankfulness. That's the bottom line. We want to still be a thankful people in the midst of it because we know who we serve. That's our call. That's our our desire. Would you stand with me? Would you say this with me? Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, you see my heart. Let me be a thankful person. Let me let no distraction Keep me from being thankful this season. Let me live not just for a holiday of thanksgiving, but a life of thanksgiving. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening today.
1: Remember, God wants to do the impossible for you and me. We encourage you to become a deeper part of what we are doing. Visit us at newsongcs.com and become a giver to the New Song Foundation and an investor in bringing this message of Jesus across the world. God bless you.